Blog Talk Radio. Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Spirituality and science are both telling us that we are all connected, that we are all one. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Give Thanks with guest musician Elijah Ray. One of my favorite songs is Give Thanks by Elijah Ray and the Band of Light. Uh, actually, I wake up to this song. Every morning I listen to this song to start my day. So I am so honored to have Elijah with us this evening. Welcome, Elijah to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you, Caroline. It's such an honor to be here and be present with you today. Thank you. I am so honored to have you present with us. Like I said, honestly, (laughs) um, your song, Give Thanks, gets me started almost every morning. Um, I just love Mm. it. And the lyrics are so inspiring and so full of truth. Um, I discovered um, your song... Um, maybe about two, two, three years ago, and it has been like my favorite song ever since. <laughs> and and we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving is in a few weeks, and I actually discovered your song. It was either it was around Thanksgiving, either just before, or just after Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is my favorite holiday because it's just the day for the family and friends to get together and give thanks. And I think every day should be Thanksgiving. But could you mm, please I agree. share with our audience um, your, your journey, your story of how you um, got to where you're at, basically, spiritually? Mm, what, a, what a large question you've asked, Caroline. <laughs> Um, I will do my best to answer it um, in this way. I'll I'll say that, you know, when I when I was born, I was really grateful um, to be. I, mean, I am grateful to be born into a family where there was music um, all around me, and my parents actually met in a band. Believe it or not, um, so they were on on the road together. You know, far before they had had me and my sister. And so that that lifestyle of music and travel and being on tour and, you know, performance was, it really was in the blood, you you might say. And so by the time um, they settled down a bit to to have me and start a family, um, there was still a a celebration of music that accompanied my, my daily experience as a young child. And so... I actually remember my first experience of music, and and most people don't know this um, about me, but I actually decided what I was going to do in this life um, in regards to being a musician and and sharing sharing music with people around the world. I decided this when I was three years old, 
and I remember the moment very, very distinctly. Um, I was sitting on my my mom's lap, and uh, for those first few years uh, after I was born, uh, my parents took me to church with them. And they're not necessarily what you would call religious people uh, today, but they did have a period of about four or five years where they were, you know, they were going to church and they were what um, what you could call born again Christians. And um, so for for that first couple of years, um, I got to have the experience of every Sunday going to church with them, and I would sit on my mom's lap and I would listen to the choir sing. And my dad actually played guitar and he he played in the band. And so I'd watch my dad play, and I'd, I'd listen to the choir. And we were we were one of the, the few white families, actually, in, a, in our church. It was mostly a, a black gospel church in, in our part of um, outskirts of Portland, Oregon. So mm-hmm. the experience of the music was just thrilling because the, the soul and the, the, the depth of um, the people who were part of that congregation was very, very, very rich. And so I remember three years old, sitting on my mom's lap, and there we are, listening to the choir sing, and I, I remember having an epiphany, Caroline, where I literally was being bounced on my mom's lap, thinking to myself, oh my God, you can be happy and cry at the same time. <laughs> And I remember having this epiphany, listening to the music, where it, it made me happy, but it also made me long for something. And I I remember just being in awe of this feeling that I was experiencing as a, as a, as a baby, really. Um, and I decided right then and there that whatever that feeling was that I was feeling right there, that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I wanted to uh, to bring to other people. So really, my, my life has kind of you could say rooted in in that that moment of um of realization that that music is, as a pathway to spirit is uh you know it's a very direct pathway so i uh from that moment onward um you know i you might say i've just explored in my own way not not through religion or any one spiritual path but just through the path of music um mm-hmm. have explored um connecting to this experience uh, of oneness, as you call it. So I really, uh, really owe it to my parents for giving me the, the platform to um, explore and express and experience those early moments of music uh, in the church, as well as, you know, around the house and whatnot. Um, that really did set me on a, on a very definitive path. That's amazing. I mean, I've always mm-hmm. believed that music is like a universal language. It speaks to mm. everyone, and um, I've always had a love for music. I actually teach piano. I've been teaching piano. I'm not a musician. I will not claim mm-hmm. to be a musician or a performer, but I love teaching. I love teaching mm. music, too. I have students that are from as young as 4 to 16 years old, and I yeah. just love teaching them and watching them develop into mm-hmm. young musicians. That's my passion. And I, I didn't plan. <laughs> that was something that just kind of happened. I've always loved right. music. I've always loved children. And it kind of just happened. <laughs> you know. Mm, the best so, things in life seem to happen in that way, don't they? <laughs> yes. Or we don't plan them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very true. 
Very true. So tell us more. Tell us more. So, okay, now you had your epiphany at three. You had your awakening. <laughs> you knew exactly what you were going to do at three. So now now uh, bring us to bring us up in, to present day. How, you know, oh, not so quickly, but share the journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, considering the... The intention and time frame of the show, I'll do my best to be uh, concise <laughs> um, okay. and strategic about the, the storytelling here. Um, okay. I will say this, um, Caroline, some of the early experiences with music <clears throat> really uh, sh- really showed me a lot. What, what comes up for me when you ask the question is that... I remember going to concerts um, since since my first concert in Portland, Oregon, where I grew up, and I just have been in awe of of witnessing people gather around a musician or around a band or around a, a concert experience or festival, and you know, all these people come together, right? And what I would notice is that there's there's a couple things that could happen in these kinds of, of concerts and festivals where you would almost be able to tap into this unified field of all the people who've gathered there to see and experience and sing the songs and dance together. It's almost like you could tap into this this organism that had almost like one mind or one heart. And um, and that experience for anyone, anyone who's been to a festival or, or a concert and just gotten lost in the music, it's, it's quite palpable to feel that. Mm-hmm. And as a culture, you know, of course, we can look at all the all the moments of revolution and, and a lot of, you know, cultural evolution has happened around music and art and, and these, these songs that seem to speak to the heart of the people and the times that they're going through. And and so I noticed this, you know, right away as I started going to, to concerts. And, and yet I would also be aware of this other thing that was, you might say, not happening which was mm-hmm. what I saw as a potential to to guide and direct all of that potent energy of connection toward the experience of union with our inmost self. And and what do I mean by that? I, I guess what I, I saw this potential to go beyond um, what oftentimes would, would kind of be the be the end of the road, so to speak, for these concert experiences that would kind of end at the individual um, ego personality of, of whoever the performer happened to be. And all the attention would be going toward this experience, but it wouldn't necessarily go any any deeper than that in a lot of cases, with the exception of, of you know, a few, um, you know, epic and, and amazing representatives of um, art, art and consciousness and um, there's certainly a whole number of different performers who can really take you there into this experience of union and connection in yourself but what I found at a lot of different shows just to be quite honest was uh, a potential of connection but everyone would kind of leave feeling like they almost got there or they almost had some aha moment but it didn't you know it didn't really quite happen and yet all this group energy was gathered and it's like it's almost like taking all these little lights and bringing them into one room and you know, all of a sudden it's this very powerful light that you could illuminate just about anything you wanted to. It's a lot of energy, a lot of power, and yet it really just wouldn't go anywhere. And so I, I noticed that there is a space in our, in our evolution, there's a, there's a gap that I wanted to, to, to dive into and understand more 
about what what's possible in regards to music to to um, you know concert festival type experiences to bringing technology science art all to the table to create an experience and so I started you know again from a very young age maybe I'll just call it for the sake of the story um, around the time I was in high school started really opening my inner landscape to exploring these what I would call future memories and I, I started drawing a lot and doing a lot of writing and, and explorations at that time of my young adult life to explore these future memories of what what is possible, what could happen if we could bring these elements of art and music and science and culture and technology together to create experiences where we were bringing the focus into our experience of union, our experience of connection, our experience of oneness, of mm-hmm. of consciousness, awakening, what you know, whatever we choose to call it, but to to a, a more elevated platform of connection beyond just wow. say the rock star on stage or the 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 personality, you know, because obviously that only takes us so far, and then we're kind of left a little bit thirsty, ready for the next thing in our in our in our pop culture. Um, in terms of what music and media oftentimes will give us is it's more like candy right <laughs> so i was looking for a meal like what what will give us the satisfaction or that feeling that we've really connected and when i listen to a lot of my heroes um you know musically speaking it, it, they brought me there and yet i found the experience is so rare to actually go and have that that true experience of union so I began kind of like becoming a connoisseur of those experiences and looking for them, exploring them, um, finding anywhere I could I could tap into that feeling, and then to to dive into it and to understand it. And so, um, you know, f- from the time I was in high school, you know, all through my late teens and twenties, I, I I really began to explore and travel the world, really almost like a an inner astronaut, just exploring the feeling that I would get in connecting to these kinds of group experiences and festivals and clubs and, and cultural events and looking, almost like studying them like a, like a scientist would, looking for what works and what doesn't work and how, what are the conditions that bring us into that experience of union and what clearly does not. And so um, I guess that's, that's you know one layer of the backstory in regards to how I honor and and hold music and art and the potential of mm, gatherings through concert and festival type experiences, I truly hold it in a very um, high regard as being the heartbeat of any particular tribe or culture. You know, a grandmother here in in uh, Hawaii told me many many years ago. Any tribe that dances together and sings together stays together. And I really took those words to heart, and, and, and I, I refer back to them often um, in regards to the work I'm doing with music, that it can be seemingly insignificant to gather and with you know, a bunch of random people and, and go to a concert and sing and dance together, but actually, that really is the heartbeat of our culture. And if we put... Um, you know, we take that paradigm and add to it the uh, the shimmer of conscious intent and mm-hmm. um, and consciousness enhancing lyrics and message and 
and and even just the silent knowing that our intention is to connect to source, then we certainly will get that. But it's very rare where uh, entire productions are put on for that purpose, in, in, in historically speaking. So what I'm excited about, Caroline, is, is to create more of these experiences and to co-create with others who know it is their mission as well to, to host and to, to, um, to produce spaces and environments where we can explore this cutting edge of ourselves, of our, of our inner connection through music and through uh, concert experiences and through art and, and, um, and technology and whatnot. So I think I've spoken enough on that thread, but I'll just yeah. say that um, I feel that we're ripe uh, in, our, mm-hmm. in this moment of our evolution. I feel we're very, very ripe. Um, as a lot of people seem to be calling for something of more substance in mm. a world where we're given a lot of candy when it comes to media and art and, and music, um, if we could call it that. <laughs> we're given a lot of candy that doesn't right. quite seem to satisfy, you know, on the radio right. airwaves. So that I think it, it, it's created um, both the kind of a... C- c- complacency in regards to I think a lot of young minds just thinking well this is just what there is and so this is what we're going to expect and and look for and celebrate as being popular but then there's another thing happening which I think we can all get real with if we tune into our inmost self right now which is that we crave connection Mm -hmm. we crave the feeling of being connected to each other we we actually know we're designed to know that our body is the universe to know that 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 person across the street is a part of ourselves, that we, we know inside of our hearts that there is no separation. And so we long to have, to have experiences or to see others acknowledging this truth as well. But who is? Are our political leaders acknowledging this or showing us this? Or, or when we go to school, do the teachers reflect back to us this inmost knowing? No, they do not. Most often, they reflect back to us this very old paradigm that feels a bit rusty and kind of like an apartment building that's crumbling along the edges that that we're ready to move out of and and to to start to build our homes and create gardens and create more healthy experiences of what it means to be a human being and i feel that we're ripe for for examples of this and um so my my intention every day when I wake up and I give thanks like you do is to <laughs> to to stay on uh, to stay centered in my experience of exploring and embodying and providing um, you know as as much uh, of a contribution as I can toward creating right. that world. Wow, yeah. you you don't <laughs> you don't know this, but. <laughs> What you just described, everything you described, is my mission here in the Poconos. Um, The radio Mm. show is just the first step. I am founding a foundation in my son's honor. uh, My son made his transition uh, last year. His name was Kyle. And the foundation Mm. is the Kyle Foundation. But Kyle does not just stand for his name. Kyle stands for Mm. Keep Your Light Expanding. And the vision Mm. I have for the Kyle Center here in the Poconos 
is exactly what you just described on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. The community getting together, having celebrations, art, all kinds of performing art, music, um, mm. um, art, art. I mean, like <laughs> sculptures, paintings. It will have a museum. It will have a library. It will have a meditation garden. It will have uh, auditorium. It will have everything that you just described. <laughs> and more, hopefully. Mm. Have you ever been to Agape Center in L.A.? Um, I have. I have, okay. and I've experienced some of what you're describing there. Yes. Almost like little aspects of it exist, you know, in many places, yes. and many communities are are kind of birthing yes. a, a part of that vision that you're describing. And uh, yes. cl- clearly, Caroline, you're you're obviously in the band of light if you're having that yes. vision. And are yes. are pursuing that path because that that's kind of that in that intelligence that I would call the self organizing intelligence that's moving through mm-hmm. us all that is guiding us towards uh connecting and creating these kinds of experiences so it's it brings me great joy to hear that uh that's of course your mission as well yes mm-hmm. yes, yes, and when the Kyle Center opens here in the Poconos, I would love for you to be here and perform that would be just amazing um because mm. that is It'd be my it, honor and it, just listening to you describe what you know the your vision it's so much in line with my vision and mm-hmm. i i i haven't traveled the world you know i'm i'm pretty settled here I just love this mm-hmm. little corner of the world, <laughs> the Poconos, and I think it's a, a perfect location on the East Coast. I think you have more of these things happening on the West Coast, but um, mm. I, I'd love to, to have something, you know, here that just is all that you described. And mm. I know, you know, the vision is alive. <laughs> and the vision it's is amazing. alive. Yes, yes. Isn't it interesting, Caroline, that, as you called it, my vision and your vision, that that really would, uh, from the way that you describe it and the way we're both getting to discover in this conversation, and with all Mm -hmm. the listeners out there, I, I imagine there's quite a few people who are, you know, if they had a voice and they were on this call with us, would be able to say, oh, I've seen that too, and I that's exactly what I want to create too. I imagine that there are more and yes. more of us who yes. are mm, kind of waking up to our our part in this story. I invite everyone who's listening to realize and to imagine that you're sitting at a round table with Carolyn and myself right now, and we're just having you know a wonderful discussion from our hearts. And as we are exploring and discovering these um, these little aha moments, just like you sharing with me, which I didn't know that about you, because this is the first right. time we've gotten to speak. We've so here, here yeah. you are across the world, having this mm-hmm. experience of, you know, seeing something very similar, and it and it's being seen through your lens of individuality, and just in the mm-hmm. same way that through my individual journey, I'm seeing the vision or what we could call our vision through my lens of individuality and range of experiences that I've had to kind of craft and shape the way that I relate to the vision. I would love to propose and maybe just put it on the table as, an, as a, something to ponder and, and um, uh, look into for each of us that isn't it possible that we are 
not separate individuals walking around and having our own experiences with our own lives and what have you, but actually more akin to cells in mm-hmm. a body that yes. are kind of being being informed and and moved mm-hmm. and inspired and in some cases um you know challenged by our environments and kind of swirling about almost just like little cells inside of our body that who is the the being if that mm-hmm. is the case because i oftentimes right. think of not only our, ourselves as humans as being cells in a greater collective body of humanity but actually imagine our our planet that's that's orbiting around our sun and our sun being one of the stars that is a cell in the greater body of our galaxy yeah. and universe and multiverse and if you really start to open into this visual which i i already know and feel that you have yeah. and are carolyn but just for the sake of our conversation imagine for everyone who's listening that all of these stars are actually cells in the body of yeah. A greater being. So, who is that greater being? We try to put names to it and call it this yeah. and call it that. And figures who have come onto the planet and spoken of this great truth have, have kind of taken the, taken the flag of, of, you know, right. you know whichever god or, or goddess is, you know, we're, we're focusing on at any given moment to name it. But actually, right. it's unnameable. And there is I, an experience that we each have as we connect into. Um, the 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 oneness that we feel when we drop into that space, and it's I imagine how our cells must feel when we have an, an a moment of inspiration, mm-hmm. or when we have a moment of waking up and doing our little dance to to give thanks like you do every morning, and then yeah. this moment of this is what I'm going to do today. Our cells must delight in this experience of being moved together to work as one organism in our body to make sure that we carry out that goal. And yet there is also something really interesting that, that is not often talked about that I'd like to include here in this dialogue with you is there's, there's, we put many things into our body in any given moment, right? We, Mm -hmm. we, eat food and we we take in media and we take in all sorts of information um, into our system and this this will affect the integrity of our body in one way one direction or another it can strengthen it and heal Um, it can also depending on um, how artificial you know the the substances we're putting into our bodies whether it be food or information it can also kind of numb or or even in some cases destroy the integrity of our cellular um, structure. So interestingly enough, we're also in a moment where we as individual cells in this greater body of creation get to discern what it is that we're consciously choosing to to take in, to strengthen and um, um, support the integrity of our individuality as we are being swept into this incredible tsunami wave of of awakening into our oneness. And the reason I, I wanted to just put that piece on the table is that um it can be it can be easy to 
it can be easy to get distracted. And as we're having these kinds of conversations, of which for anyone who's on the path of awakening, we are constantly talking about it. We're constantly sharing. We're constantly connecting with other people, exploring and and doing ceremonies or focusing our work toward more awakened states of beings. And, and I just want to just invite everyone to realize that it's not so much in what we do. Mm-hmm. It's not even so much in... in at the end of the day and the, the the food we eat or the 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 it's it's not the form but the essence the in, the intention that we carry in our hearts and i um a really great way that i've heard that um encapsulated in words is it's in our behavioral intelligence that we truly um embody um, this experience. It's in our day-to-day behaviors that it, the the proof is in the pudding, you might say. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it really, to me, it's 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 not as important if, you know, we're, if you're doing yoga every day or eating the right foods or saying the right mantras or listening to the right music, that's almost less important than how you treat that person at the checkout counter of the store when you go and buy your groceries how you yeah. behave towards your loved ones, towards your, your spouse or your lover or your children, how, mm-hmm. how you treat the moment that you're in of your own space and how you treat the, the one in the mirror when you look at them and, and think to yourself, you are so beautiful or I can't stand the sight of you. It's, it's in those behaviors that, um, that, that that's really where the rubber meets the road in, in this experience of... Um, Awakening, so so true. That is so true. And I was I was just having that conversation earlier today uh, at the yoga studio. Which no, but it was mm-hmm. the exact in the shower. <laughs> I was just having that conversation. It's living it moment by moment. Is and like mm-hmm. you said, how do we treat the the checkout person or the person that just cut us off? You know, when you're mm-hmm. driving along. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, even like usually if someone cuts cuts your driving and someone cuts you off, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, oh, I hate, you know, I hate that person, or you know, what are your thoughts? What is your what is your mm. demeanor towards others? Because when you know, for me, um, when you know that other is you, just a reflection of you, that's another you. Mm. Um, how are you going to treat that person? How are you going to treat that other? Um, and it's not about what they're doing or what they're not doing. It's about how you respond to what they're doing mm. or what they're not doing. That's the key. Oh. And um, yeah, I was saying there's a you know there's we talk a lot you know there's a lot of spiritual talk out there, um, but now it gets to the point where it's not just the talk, but it's time to walk. You know, it's not mm. just talk, talking it, but walking it and living it. And it's living it from moment to moment in every moment. You know, mm. I remind myself that what's ever happening is a reflection. The outer world is just a reflection of my inner world. And um, I created it. What I'm experiencing, I created. So how I uh, deal with it and handle it. I just keep reminding myself that I have to own it and then 
respond to it accordingly. But respond mm-hmm. to it with love. Love and non-judgment. I, I, last weekend I went to a, a workshop, and it was all about in every situation, give it love. Give it love mm-hmm. and non-judgment. And that mm-hmm. really, you know, resonated with me. That because sometimes mm. you forget. <laughs> you know, sometimes, so it's like from moment to moment, I I remind myself. I try to remind myself. Mm-hmm. And isn't it interesting, Caroline, to 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 discover these keys, as you called it, mm-hmm. just like to find the key uh, in in your own personal awakening journey to have the aha of a discovery that oh, it's it's really just about love, or it's just about. Mm-hmm. Caring for our fellow brother and sister, it's just about and when we find the aha moment, it's almost like we're, we have found the key and we can unlock yeah. every door that we ever come to. But I also <clears throat> laugh to myself that myself included, we we oftentimes are walking around holding the key and forgetting that we found it. <laughs> because in the very yeah. next situation that happens, when we get cut off or when the person in this, that we meet, you know, looks at us the wrong way and it rubs our egos and all of a sudden we, we completely forget we're holding the key. And so yeah. um, <laughs> that's where the, that's where these these virtues of the heart come in, you know, and to to invoke, for instance, compassion and to invoke, um, you know, appreciation or to invoke these different areas of of love which is of course what it all is isn't it and yet the um the key is um more so like a key on a keyboard or on a piano where there's many 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 notes and and these notes go infinitely in either direction of of mm-hmm. higher up in the frequency range or lower in the frequency range and and i wonder what would happen if we took all of the the charge or the judgment out, if we if we just kind of like could instantly melt that right away and just see that as as human beings we have these physical you know human instruments these biological suits and we have this this emotional system and that can experience a whole range of things and some of them feel like kind of you're playing lower down on the keyboard and some of them are playing higher up on the keyboard and in terms of frequency. If we take all the judgment out of it, I have a feeling that we would just have a lot more fun experiencing the whole range of things that we came here to experience, all the while realizing that there is a, not only are we a player of the music, but that there's also a greater conductor that's conducting this music as well and how it all fits together and how it all, all the orbits seem to spin around each other in perfection that even in all of our lives when we do get cut off and get angry and raise our fist, you know, at, at a stranger that because we, we got rubbed the wrong way, that, you know, even that somehow is a part of the music for right now. And that somehow, if we were to take the judgment out of the equation, we'd see there's this incredible symphony of consciousness at play. And I just wonder what it would feel like for a single day if we all let go of judging what we see and, and just simply offered our blessings to it. If we just simply offered... Our, our acknowledgement and appreciation of the great music that's unfolding right now, it'd probably be a lot more fun. <laughs> yes, because that's exactly right. It is, um, it is what it is. It's not uh, bad or good or negative or positive. It really just is. 
So mm. you're right about taking the judgment out of it. Just um, see it and appreciate it. And all, mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, I just add love to every situation. But it's, um, it is. It just is. It's, mm. It doesn't have to be a bad or a good or a negative or positive. It just is. And then mm-hmm. appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Easier said than done, isn't yes. it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, I appreciate yes. for I appreciate in you, Carolyn, and for everyone who's listening, um, just the very fact that we do our best, that we bring our mm-hmm. best to the table, uh, to do just that. Um, that's enough, you know. If we yes. could just acknowledge that, that is actually enough. If each of us That's does true. our best to bring that awareness to each moment of our journey, um, we we we're on the track. And um, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. So what a, what and an like, honor to share with you today. Yeah, and like you um, had said, like when you're looking in the mirror, you know, not beating yourself up. Say if you reacted a way that you on second thought, wish you had not reacted, then, okay, Mm. it is, let it go, move on, Um, don't dwell on it, don't don't beat yourself up for that slip or what what you're considering a slip, because it's not, it is what it is, you responded, Mm. you acted that way, you were just reacting to whatever emotions you were feeling at the time, and now with a clearer mind, you might think, well, I wouldn't have done that if I had a clearer mind. Now you know, okay, next time I'll try to keep a clearer mind. But don't beat yourself mm-hmm. up. Like you said, You're. it's just take it one moment at a time and appreciate yourself. And love, Because love has to start first with yourself. You have to love you and appreciate you before you can love and appreciate another. So um, that's important to um, also share with the listeners that, you know, beating yourself up is is not um, going to help <laughs> the situation. Mm-hmm. That's really, it. If you and I right now were, were having this wonderful conversation, which I'm enjoying very much, but the moment mm-hmm. we got off the phone you know, started yelling at our lawyer about something in the background that's happening or, you know, like completely shifted frequencies, right? right. Um, I imagine that, that everyone who's listening we could could feel, even if the, all the things that are being shared are wonderful, you can always feel the difference in, in someone who, in an individual self that is so committed and devoted to the integrity and follow-through and commitment to the path of bringing what they're saying into their behaviors and what they're they're doing, you can always feel the difference in that. And then the the nice words that are more of a coating for a you know kind of like a, a volcano underneath of unhealed and unexpressed and unresolved emotion and and you know and okay. and and whatnot. And so I just want to point that out only just to say that. Mm-hmm. In, in the paradigm that it's all okay, it's also mm. very important to be very discerning of where we get our information. When we are speaking about um, what we would call truth, and especially in the world mm-hmm. of spirituality, I, I, I just I really guarantee us mm-hmm. all that there's just as much inconsistencies there as in the worlds of, of business or in the worlds of... Um, 
you know, any any area of life because the mm-hmm. the fact is we're all just humans doing our best to figure this thing out. And mm-hmm. so in regards to um, spirituality, which has really become quite a business for a lot of people, I have to say, yeah. um, not yeah. to point any fingers, but to say that um, there's, there is no infallible source of information or truth out there. So for everyone who's right. listening, I invite um, that to take ourselves and anyone else off the hook of being the all-in-one teacher or all-knowing source of any information about anything beyond your own source and your own higher mm-hmm. self and your connection to your higher self, there is no greater teacher than that. So really, exactly. then that becomes the path, doesn't it, to to strengthen yeah. the connection to our own inmost self and our connection to source. That is mm-hmm. the... The kind of, yeah, as you called it earlier, the key, the key that yeah. unlocks all the doors of experiences of our lives, it, that key actually only fits one lock, and that is our own heart. And our heart uh, it is kind of like the, you know, they call the heart the seat of the soul, right? And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was thinking about that, that phrase recently. What an interesting term, the, the seat of the soul. And I was imagining if you could imagine your soul actually taking a seat somewhere inside of you, it would actually sit right in, lock right into your heart. It would, it, that's like the captain's chair of your own, you know, Starship Enterprise, you know, and, you, it, and, and when you sit down or, or, or seat yourself and anchor yourself in your experience of being heart-centered, yeah. it then becomes almost like the 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 dot in the center of a sphere of your of your of your self of your energy of your experience of of being your presence presence is very interesting because it expands out beyond the body you can feel mm-hmm. someone's presence when they walk into a room right Right. You yeah. you have this experience of when when somebody arrives and you and they have you know an expanded presence or they're feeling a lot uh, or projecting their energy out you can feel them sometimes masters from a mile away you can you can mm-hmm. feel them um, yeah. and so it's interesting just to just take a look at that that without needing any you know scientific information backing it up, we can just feel the truth of when somebody walks into a room, you can feel them. So that means there must be an energy or a or field around them, uh, around each of us, that is yeah. much bigger than our body. And the only reason I bring that up is is just to say, where where is all of that being anchored? Where is that centered? If we're walking around and we're in our heads, then that energy necess- isn't necessarily rooted um, in 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 the place that will be a sustainable place for us to understand and know ourselves in the world, and yet that's oftentimes what we're told is is that the mind is valued um, sometimes you know over the heart or over the the emotional intelligence or m- even more so the behavioral intelligence. The mind mm-hmm. sometimes is is praised as being the highest form you know of our intelligence, and I. I'd just like to um, offer a reflection that um, really the mind is meant to plug into the heart, and and the mm-hmm. heart is the the that is the seat that we can once we we kind of take our captain's chair and sit in the throne of our heart as a as a you know soul consciousness, however we like to call it. It mm-hmm. then our experience takes on a different kind of. Um, kind of coherence. It's almost like we, we become fully present to the world around us and can use 
the, the screen of the mind becomes in a way like a screen on the ship, you know, that we are looking at from the seat of our, of our heart, from our, our throne, our center, and we can see what's on the screen of the mind, but not necessarily be so wrapped up in it as to thinking that all of it is real. It merely becomes like a lens that we can witness the world through or use mm-hmm. to, you know, deduct different kinds of information and discern our experience, but, but we stay rooted in the heart, which allows us to feel the whole, uh, the integrity of our spherical presence and everything that's happening around us and inside of us from, from a much, you know, broader perspective. And so if, if any, if any thing were to be said, um, after this conversation, if we were to, to put anything into a, a little nutshell in regards to the message of this conversation, mm-hmm. I would, I would hope that the listeners would take away from it, um, to contemplate the heart, to contemplate the seat of the soul, and to invite your soul to to actually invite it like you would an honored guest mm-hmm. to to go ahead and take its rightful place in being rooted in experiencing what it is to be embodied. And uh, wow. there's a lot more we could share about the process of embodiment and coming all the way into this experience by 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 really coming into our heart and staying centered there as we navigate. But um, I, I think that's, you know, that's plenty of words for now. Well, in that I agree with you so much because one of the biggest message of this show is um, to let people know that, that the, look, the place to look for truth is within, within each of mm-hmm. us, um, you know, um, I personally don't subscribe to any uh, religion, um, I, but I, I have respect for all religions. And I always say I believe the place to go to look for truth is within. Um, like mm. in what you say, quiet your mind, because your mind is just filled with all this programming i call i like to use the word programming you know that we've been programmed since the day we were born with the media from our parents teachers um and all that programming um just quiet it quiet the mind um and and go within and listen to the heart um we've had you've heard of heart math i'm sure um and Mm, we've had um very much we've had yeah we had um howard martin one of the co-founders of HeartMath. He was a guest on the show. Because I do like to uh, introduce the science aspect as well as the spiritual ac- aspect because I do believe both science and spirituality are telling us the same thing right now. So I do like to, Indeed. to share both. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, But um, definitely what you said, uh, I agree with 100% the place to look for truth and to go for truth is within not mm-hmm. any one person, not to put any one person on a pedestal and, mm-hmm. um, you know, go within for those answers that, you know, those quiet and you, quieting your mind is a key to getting to the heart. And I just, mm-hmm. me personally, I focus on my breath, deep breathing mm-hmm. and focus on my breath. And yes, the breath certainly is a, a direct pathway to to that inmost place. And, and for me, it's not only through the breath, but music uh, really does bring me right there. Every time I 
I, t- I tap into creating music or singing or or listening to music. Um, it, it really does bring me right there, which is why I'm so excited about where we're at today because I, I really do witness and want to acknowledge um, a, a, a rising tide of artists and scientists and um, innovators of all different kinds and genres that are really bringing some exciting things to the table right now in regards to this um, experience of awakened uh, offerings and perspectives. And um, and what I'm seeing right now in music is, um, as we spoke before, you know, there's a there's a, a a marketing campaign that is constantly giving us, you might say, a very manufactured sound um, mm-hmm. that that is kind of like the the formula approach of of here's um, here's what we think people are going to want, and so this is what we're going to manufacture, musically speaking, for a moment, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to please people, and that's that's what we'll have record sales and whatnot. But then there's an right. entire wave of you know this 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 conscious movement really of of artists and musicians and poets and um who are just really bringing bringing the the truth bringing the their experience of connection their experience of the revolutionary tone of awakening and i really yeah. uh am so excited to to witness this in our collective right now to witness the 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 ways that it's 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 like a like a river finding its way down to the ocean, you know, and more and more and more of us are being swept into this river of awakening. And if we open our awareness and, and even just simply open our hearts to 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 wanting more more information, more truth, more connection, more resources, more examples of uh, conscious music or, you know, conscious resources, it will come to you because there is an abundance of it. But it may not necessarily be on your local radio station or on your TV screen or on your Facebook. You may have to be open to Mm -hmm. finding it through alternate um, sources. But I I really, really am um, actually very, not just hopeful, but actually super excited about mm-hmm. um about the tsunami wave i i was just sharing with a friend this morning um that we really are if we if we look at all the examples of um what's occurring at this very moment we really are in a renaissance mm-hmm. of um of of an entire cultural revolution in regards to art and music and culture and science and so um, you know, our spirituality is something that we're we're constantly, as a species, uh, you know, seeking to understand more and more about ourselves. In that, in that, who who am I? That resonating, yeah. reverberating question throughout time. You know, since we became conscious as a species, we're continuing to this day and just you know, con- just like inner astronauts diving in to understand who who are we and and what are we doing here and and I feel like. Um, we are we're closer to to knowing and being able to communicate and describe this experience more than ever before. I actually don't believe that there's there's other points in time in our past where we were you know better off or i i actually i i i have a feeling that 
in spite of of the range of challenges that are up in our in our present day world and culture mm-hmm. that we actually are closer to to oneness than ever before i actually feel like we we have more resources than ever before to to experience this this um this union and and to use the lenses of not only art and music and and spirituality but science and technology to to understand i think we're closer to it than than ever before um, and um and that you know whether that's a celebrated uh perspective or not i i, I do feel the the wave is is bigger and um more intense and more beautiful uh than it's ever been <laughs> yeah i think we are we're we're moving in that direction i think each day we're moving quicker and quicker in that direction direction and i think with the beauty of the internet even though like you said mainstream media um is re- i don't i don't find it there me personally i stopped watching news over 14 years ago and i mm. got rid of uh satellite slash cable um 5 years ago so i congratulations I, I get, <laughs> yes <laughs> i youtube i live on and um I get any, you know, my information I get from the World Wide Web. I don't mm. get it from mainstream media. So, um, and I believe, you know, with um, today's technology, I mean, here I'm able to have a radio show from my home that will re- that can reach the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just like you were saying with uh, conscious musicians and, and artists, um they don't need that mainstream media anymore to get their their um, work out there and to get heard. Um, I didn't I didn't discover you from <laughs> mainstream media, you know. And I I can't remember the last time I I actually listened to a radio station as far as music radio station. It's just it must have been twenty years ago. So <laughs> mm-hmm. so we are definitely living in a different a day and age um, and. Definitely, I think it, it's a it's a tsunami, and, and it's definitely it's palpable. You can feel it. You can feel mm. it. It, it. It's it's yes. it's happening. It's happening. Yep. <laughs> I think any anyone or anything with a heartbeat can definitely feel it. It's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And um, and what 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 our choice of how much we want to open to experience and and be sensitive and connected and and aware and awake on yeah. the wave that's up to us you know that's really yeah. up to each of us in terms of how how open or closed off or how awake or sleepy we are on the tsunami yeah. wave that's really yeah. up to our you know our daily choice isn't it yes it is yes it is and that's why i say awake oneness because I do believe it. we are all divine. I, these are my beliefs. And, and when I share my beliefs, I always say this is my belief, you know. So it's not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to preach or, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say you have to believe what I believe. No, my in my belief that we are all divine, we are all a part of, and I, I describe it just like you with the cell. We are all cell, cells of the divine. Mm-hmm. We're all apart. We're all connected. And, you know, a cell has um, all of the aspect of the divine on a smaller scale. So we're mm-hmm. just little tiny cells of God, if you like, if uh, 
if one would use that word, God, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what I think of us. I think of us as each little tiny cells of God when we're all connected in the body of God and Mm -hmm. that um, we can tap into that God essence, that divine essence, and that wisdom. We can tap right into it. We don't have to look outside of ourselves because it's all Mm -hmm. within so I, I do agree with that. And and that's why I say awaken to it, because it's not that we, we, we're we all connected to it, so all we have to do is awake to that, that mm-hmm. it's already there. It's not something we have to learn. <laughs> it's already right. it's already there. Right. We just have to tap into it, you know, we, if we choose to. And, and it's all, mm. it's okay if a person chooses not to, you know. <laughs> it's okay. Absolutely. It's all good. It's all perfect. Well, this has been amazing. I, it's always when I have these wonderful conversations with wonderful guests like you, the time just flies by. But I do please share um, any upcoming events that you might want to share with the listeners uh, on what you're you're doing in the near future and how they can contact mm-hmm. you and, and learn more about you and what you're doing. Mhm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, I sh- I share your your joy, and it it is always amazing to to see how flexible time is uh, mm-hmm. when we drop into that <laughs> space of of uh, connection and and oneness together. So thank you so much. It's been an honor to be a part of this show. Um, I will say in regards to what's brewing in my world, uh, and 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 ways that uh, those listeners out there can connect more deeply into the range of offerings um, that I'm cooking up. I'm very excited to share. There's a new album coming soon. Um, The the name of this album is called Compassion, but it's spelled Mm. C-O-M-E, passion. So it's uh, a bit of a play on the the word compassion, but almost uh, invoking an invitation to uh, Mm. uh, invoke more passion for that which we believe in and to put, put a little action into compassion. So that's the name of the album. Uh, the first song, uh, the title track, will be dropping uh, early next year in tw- 2016. So I invite okay. everyone who's um, just to join me and get on the wave by uh, heading over to my website, which is ElijahRayMusic.com. Mm-hmm. That's E-L-I-J-A-H-R-A-Y Music. Dot com and um, you can sign up for the mailing list and certainly find a whole range of uh, of music and tracks and different albums and offerings there. Uh, but that's a great way to stay connected and um, and ride this wave with me in regards to a lot of very exciting things coming for 2016. Uh, wow. So the album is uh, is one of those things and. Um, and there's a there's a few other layers to the journey I can't necessarily dis- disclose yet, but I will say um, we're in for an exciting ride, and um, and the music is really just the beginning. But uh, the whole range of experiences that we spoke to earlier in this call, um, in regards to um, to these um, new Earth centers and technologies and experiences coming together uh, to provide some very exciting. Um, platforms to experience music and art and culture and concerts uh, in wow. in in really cutting edge ways is um, wow. that's an area that's very close to my heart and something I'm very excited about. Um, so just know that uh, 
there's the future looks very very bright indeed and don't ever um let yourself be um you know depressed or 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 downtrodden about any of the news that you're seeing out there um how hard you think it is and because it does feel hard sometimes but mm-hmm. i guarantee that we are in the moment of the the death throes of an entire paradigm and a system that's crumbling all around us right now and rising through the ashes of this system is um, is an entire network of beings who have been working tirelessly to provide mm, the, the the next paradigm and and mm-hmm. it's it's a little more seamless and a little more earth friendly and conscious and connected and sourced and uh, natural and so um, you know this is where we're streaming from this is what we're focused on and providing uh, experiences that can can um, yeah be the soundtrack to to our journey of awakening is uh, one of my greatest joys in this life so I'm very excited to share uh, a lot in the upcoming years yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And you know, I am going to follow you because once, like I said, I don't know if you've ever been to the East Coast or to the Poconos, but I would love for you to come once the, the Kyle Foundation opens and perform. That mm. would just be amazing. It would be mm. well, so it, amazing. It would be my honor, Caroline. Thanks for the invitation. Well, thank yeah. you. And thank you so much. I I just loved this conversation i love sharing and i love sharing this type of dialogue with the world it's just amazing so thank mm-hmm. you so much so i will uh say good night and you have a great weekend and thank you again so much eliza and i will definitely keep in touch with you okay mm, thank you so much caroline and to everyone out there who's listening Thank you from the deepest depths of my heart for being in the band of light because everyone who's listening truly is in the band. So let's have fun. I love being in the band. Even though, like I said, (laughs) I love music, but I don't perform, but I love being in the band. (laughs) That's it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Good night. Mm, Much love and aloha. Good night. Uh, Good good night. Aloha. Aloha. 